to a bit of fun with Emily. It's me, your host, Emily. I am glad you're here. We are kicking off season two with a family party. We'll have another mid-season event, but today I'm sitting down with my older brother, Aaron. Hi. Who is drinking. And my so excited to be doing this, sister-in-law, Kelly, for a round of 80s kids movie superlatives. There are a couple of guidelines that actually made this kind of hard, especially for the 80s movie enthusiast. Rule number one, the main characters have to be children or the movie has to be made specifically for children, which ruled out some of my favorites. Uh-oh, that's all right, Kelly. <laughs> I don't think I had that direction. <laughs> it's okay. We're going to go with whatever you have. <laughs> Rule number two, answers are limited to no more than one Jim Henson, one John Hughes, and one live-action Disney feature, which were all staples in our house. So I can guarantee you'll be seeing those again, though, because I have future seasons planned where I get to talk about those. Are you guys ready to start? Uh Uh-oh, Kelly's, I think Kelly's making some last-minute changes here. No changes. You've got this. Let's do this. Fine, let's do this. Superlative number one, what do you think was the best soundtrack? Oh, this is hands down. This is a slam dunk. Okay. Transformers the movie. Oh, okay. You got the touch. <laughs> okay. You got the power. So specifically the song, the, the theme song. Oh, well that and, you know, Dare to be Stupid, Weird Al is in it. Okay. Um, Interesting yeah. choice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What I did as I was going through lists online and then started to rewatch some of these... There are so many 80s movies, though, that have that either usually in the end credits or the theme song that have the pop song. I watched Land Before Time today, and you get Diana Ross at the end, yeah. and then you think American Tale, and you have Somewhere Out There, so it's, it's interesting. Oh, but this one, it's the best because it is, like, woven into the story. Like, when they first introduced that song, like, it's not the opening credits theme song. It's, like... Optimus comes to save the day, uh-huh. and organs, like, skies open up. So there's some character development with it. You know oh, that yeah. Optimus Prime is, he's going to be the hero of this movie. Oh, yeah, because he has the touch. He has the touch. He's a winner. He's a okay. <laughs> Stop it. No. <laughs> All right, Kelly, what was your choice? I picked Footloose. Okay. And mostly just because, I don't know, I, I went with movies that either I had a strong, like, Emotional reaction too when I was a kid, and of course you I just strong emotional reactions. Yes, <laughs> so but I just I remember the way I felt every single time I watched that movie. I remember my dad had I had the album because mm-hmm. we had the LP or whatever, and uh, I don't know. I just yeah, I it's love a good that. song. It's there's several good songs. Let's hear it for the boy. I know. And, and I come mean, on, it... who wouldn't want to learn how to dance to that song? I'm just saying. It's mine's a cheat. <laughs> cheating um it, it is an 80s movie but it's set during the late 50s early 60s uh so i went with stand by me that's mine all right no no transformers <laughs> aaron says he wins all right <laughs> number two what 80s kids movie did not hold up very well oh this is well no i guess it is so. go for it um i don't like uh revenge of the nerds okay I, yeah i mean it's i don't know the way they treat women and even uh, black people in there is just makes you not, feel a little icky. Yeah, I was like, I. That's a not. lot of John Hughes too. You go back, you're like, oh, okay. Sixteen candles. Sixteen that's candles. Mine. Yeah, it's, it's hard. It's Sixteen hard. candles is not. Yeah, they couldn't make that movie now. No, they could not. Could not make it. 
There are a lot of moments I like in it and a lot that I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Some poor choices. I, I had a feeling some of those would be chosen, so I went just completely off script. And I chose probably a movie that nobody's heard of, The Boy That Could Fly. Do you remember that oh, one? Yeah. All oh, yeah. Right. Oh, I do too. Uh-huh. I only it's it on times, HBO though. if you want to watch it, because I did. The <laughs> Why does that one not hold up? Um, I d he, the, it's kind of the same realm. He, he, they believe him to be autistic, and then he becomes this special case that they've got to fix and try. And so that made me a little uncomfortable. Um, so, uh, not functioning alcoholic, raising him, and nobody's doing anything about it. You know, just, there were some elements. There are some good parts, too. They, they show a lot of fun elements of just, not even fun, but real life family going through struggles and mourning and that kind of thing. But that one... That's and funny because in my special research, special effects was awful. My research for this uh -huh. podcast episode was in depth. Uh, that then. one was yeah, well, you know, several websites. <laughs> uh, that one's really highly ranked. Still, it is for a lot of ages. Roger years. Ebert gave it like three stars or three thumbs up or whatever he gives it. <laughs> three, three thumbs up. <laughs> three thumbs, thumbs up. up. Yeah. <laughs> three fingers. Three middle fingers. I don't know. It could be kind of harsh on movies, but yeah. all right, number three. Which 80s movie has held up really well, actually? I went with Stand By Me okay. on this one. Yeah. And I think, for obvious reasons, it's an 80s movie, but it's set mm -hmm. when, and I still love it today, and a lot of people still love it today. It's about kids. It's about yeah. growing up, and it's about right before you go into that middle school, uh -huh. and you're still a kid, you've still got those original friends, yeah, and you never feel the same way about them. When you're still kind of in love with your town yeah. before you realize like, oh, there's other things out there that I could go to. And no, I agree. I think because nothing dates it because it is set mm -hmm. in a, in a different time period. Absolutely. And it's got that like, that you want to go see a dead body. Yeah. It's like, whoa, it's got that really disturbing underline, but yet you don't really feel like it's a scary movie. Mm -hmm. It's still just about the kids. Keeper Sutherland's kind of scary. In he's, kind of, yeah. he's really cute. He's intimidating in <laughs> yeah. just about everything he's in, though. Yeah. That voice. He talks yeah. to you like, except when he's at Three Musketeer. Then he's just brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aaron, what's your choice? I went with Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Nice. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm thinking of the effects mm -hmm. and the story. Like, there was, you know, everything now being CGI. All of those effects where actual props are moving they were done right the actors had to look and the props had to move so that they could draw it in and make it look realistic so and you're talking about the actual filming of the movie rather than oh. the story the story holds up i mean okay i think you know there's many reasons why a movie wouldn't hold up one would be the effects like you mentioned mm -hmm. um no other kind of collaboration kind of movies like Recently, Space Jam 2, it yeah. isn't quite as yeah. good when you're trying to bring in multiple characters. It's another one like Stand By Me, though, set in a different time period that right. does make it work. And there's a, that bit of kind of noir nostalgia with it as well that really... Plus Christopher Lloyd. I mean, he's just... He's solid. Through the Bob Hoskins. Oh, Bob, Hoskins. Yeah, Bob Hoskins. Yeah, Bob Hoskins like, is wonderful. I do love him. I went with effects as well, and I went with Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Um, for what they were able to do during that time period is pretty pretty impressive. And it, when you go, it's not there, I don't think, anymore, but when you would go to Disney World, Hollywood Studios, and you were walking through the tall grass and kind of had that feel. Um, and the, and it's, it was a fun story. It was the adventure story where 
the stakes weren't ev- good or evil, which was kind of nice too. That it was Just we've got adventure. a problem, yeah, an adventure that we have and a problem we have to kind of solve. So I really like that one. All right, number four. What character did you want to befriend? Well, I would want him to befriend me. Okay. Mr. Miyagi. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you want to learn karate? <laughs> yeah, and I want to not know that I'm doing it. You want it. to clean his house? <laughs> you, well, you're like, already working that hard all the time. So if I can art, like, I already <laughs> clean all the time. So if I can clean and then come out as a karate master, <laughs> right. like, why not? Plus, yeah. He's funny. He is funny. He'll take you He's on a, a trip, teacher. and right. the second one, you get to travel with He's him. He's a fun teacher. Two. He's got my back. Yeah, he's got your back. I was going to say that. He's got your back if you need him. Even Danielson said, you're the best friend I've ever had. (laughs) He does say that. Okay. I went with Mr. Ferris Bueller. Oh, okay. I honestly think this is not necessarily a friend that I particularly want, but actually probably one that I need. Like, just chill out. Stop thinking about tomorrow. Stop thinking about next week. So you're Cameron is what you're saying. Yeah. Like, (laughs) yes. Like I'm the one that's like super focused on work and family and whatever else. And, but I need somebody just to say, well, just take a minute. Look, this is so much fun. Or you could be having so much fun. Well, it's also every introvert's dream because you just need the extrovertive friend that's going to carry the weight of the activity that you just can be like, all right, I'm just alone for the ride. I don't have to figure things out. Yeah. See, I thought about Ferris Bueller. But then I thought, you know, if you're not his absolute best friend, there's a pretty good chance that he's going to, like, screw you over. Yeah. Right? Because he makes a lot of people think that they're his friend, right? Like, through the movie. But they don't seem to know that they're not. So. Right. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> I know, right? But it's, this is what I'm saying. Like, this is not about him. It's this the is about feeling me. that he gives you. So, right? This is right, the friend that I you have to be careful that you really are his friend, though. <laughs> okay, but that's not the question, so that is the question. <laughs> well, I'm just questioning your wisdom. <laughs> Whatever, Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> <laughs> cleaning houses for him. I went he with... He gives me a car. <laughs> He's going to give me a car. <laughs> that is true. He does give you... I went with Kermit the Frog. Oh. Uh, I don't really think it needs much explanation. Yes, he, he <laughs> expresses himself by waving his arms in the air. He has a very diverse, loyal friend group. So not only do you get Kermit, you get everyone involved. He's a little bossy, but again, you've got he's, somebody that can just lead you a little he's bit. He's going to go off on you at some point. That's so. all right. You know, then it's mm. communication. Oh, okay. That's all right. It's now. also well-deserved. It's okay. As long as it's not, you <laughs> it's know, a brother. As, yes. That is very true. That is very true. But he's a dreamer. He's got big dreams. He'll break out in the song. I mean, I mean, ugh, he does that too, though, doesn't he? Yeah. 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 Wait, you're not Kermit. Yeah. You know, Hi-ho. It's Aaron the Frog here. All right, number five. Which 80s kids movie do you wish was real or that you could have lived through? See, Emily's already taken all mine. Definitely The Last Starfighter. Oh, okay. That is such a good movie. Underrated, in my opinion. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to, like, play video games and all of a sudden get recruited into a... A galactic Galactic army, right? (laughs) And be the best ever and, like, save the universe? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. So do you not just wish it was real, but you wish you were, you Alex? were in? Yeah. Okay. 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 And you get to fly off with Robert Preston? <laughs> the music man. The music well. man, right. Who's having a blast <laughs> in this crazy 80s like B movie. Yep. He's just like loving it. This is great. Yeah, you do have to do some handyman work around the the neighborhood, but Yeah, but see you're you 
do that badly. Oh, okay. Right, so that you know they're, they're okay better when things. you leave. Yeah. Right. True. True. All right. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Yeah. I okay. honestly just want the machine. Oh. <laughs> You just want to shrink things? So that I can, like, get rid of stuff that I don't want to see. Oh. <laughs> you could just throw it away. Yeah. Well, but it's so much easier just to shrink things. And then I just think about all the crap I have to take into the store with me every single day. And I'm so just, just like, oh, I'll just shrink, shrink it. it. It'll be like a little bag. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, everything's in there. Well, in the 1960-something classic Babes in Toylands, starring <laughs> <laughs> no, no. when they visit the toy maker, he has a gun that does he that. Does. And then we can make it bigger, I too. So all about that. I knew that this was going to come up because in my extensive research, I found out that there is an 80s version there is. with Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves and Drew Barrymore. You, I was like, you knew this was It's not a good time. Oh, I just like... Because um, I knew her love of this movie. I love that movie so much. I, it's probably the movie I've seen just... the absolute most. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was I the Tom? It's Tom. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yes, Who yes. was he? Who, what character was he? Tom something. He was... Tom? No. No, he wasn't Tom Thumb. No. I don't know. He was I don't remember. Annette's boyfriend. Yeah, he was just and the fiancé. And Mary. All right. My... Okay. Oh, I'm supposed to be drink. I just got yeah. told I was supposed to drink. So yeah. drink. Okay, what is next? Oh. My choice was Goonies. Um, adventure, pirates, a chase. Yeah. Uh, you get to take that awesome water slide thing down into the water. There's treasure at the end. The smoothest natural slides ever. Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I have looked and looked. They always talk about the cut scene where there's a giant octopus at the end that like yeah. tries to get them while they're in the pirate ship, but I have never been able to see that. I have looked for it. Ever? I feel like I've seen it. I haven't seen it. If you find it, you let me know. I don't, I don't know. think it's very good. Oh, that's probably why it wasn't in there. So, the, I mean, it's I, I, I've always liked that, that there's this group of friends that have this this goal, but then there's a big adventure. And and then you, you get, you know... Get good music, too. Get music, too. Cindy Lauper. It's a win-win all the way right. around. I was telling her this. So that song, Good Enough, right. everybody thinks that song is great. It is. I heard on the radio once, somebody requested it, and they played the whole thing. The whole thing is not good. No, just the, it's The only part of the song is what is played <laughs> on Goonies. Yeah. True. All right, number six. What do you think is the most quotable... Ghostbusters, hand oh. down. I'm sorry, I'm going there. Because everybody's taking the movies. Sure. But no. What is yours, sir? No, that's fine. Oh. I, I went... Left field, so that you know we throw some other movies in yes. here. Oh, no. It is a very quotable movie. Totally See, I question why that was a kids movie. A little bit. It's an '80s fun movie, though. It's it a family a, movie. It had a cartoon spinoff. Oh. <laughs> okay, the cartoon spinoff for kids, but there's definitely some adult things going on in that movie. Well, that's every kids movie. There's adult jokes. Every not kid. this kind of adult okay. scene, but uh, I went totally you left field. The this ghost. Is, yeah. The ghost and Ray. Oh, whatever. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, so this is kind of for me and Emily. Uh, Ernest goes to camp. Yes. Yes. I hated Ernest. <gasps> Graham Cracker, no. pull your base. That's the brave. Yep. Spoiler. That's going to be one of the movies I review. <laughs> See, because I, I love it. Some path I was of like, the brave. We have to like. I have to bring in some movies that In other fact, people. I have to now change on the fly. I was going to have you do one of the cold opens, and it was going to be that one. So now we can't do that. But yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I went, this is not going to be a popular opinion, especially at this particular table, but it was made in the 80s, and it is very quotable, and we quote it every December in some way, shape, or form, and that's a Christmas story. 
Very quotable movie, whether yeah, you love I, it or not. I almost, I, put that that. As, I almost put that as holds up. Well, mm-hmm. that was almost my... Yeah, I looked one. at that one, too. Because, yeah, you forget about... There weren't a whole lot of 80s Christmas movies. That um, one and Santa Claus the movie, which is oh, not on the same... One more. What? Well, it's one of my answers. Oh, oh, oh okay. okay. It's but a secret. One more. It's a secret. All right, number seven. Oh, what do you so think <laughs> is the most heartwarming 80s kids movie? I went with Home Alone. Oh. I cry at the end of that damn movie. <laughs> it is not. It said 89. When it was filmed. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm going with it. So this is my favorite okay. of the movie. That is a good one. The end is very I good. cry every single time that mom comes home. Every single time. I do. I read a fun article. They're like, can you imagine them trying to make that today, but in the cell phone world? They'd be like, Kevin, where are you? I'm at home. Dang! And just kind of fly home. Like, oh, shoot. Yeah. There is a, you know, there, there's a lot of shenanigans that can't happen anymore without that is know, true. because of cell phones. Cell phones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like they take away some of the fun. And they did a really nice job in that one with the music again. Mm-hmm. Like that somewhere in my, like some of those songs that really heightened the, the heartwarming elements of mm-hmm. it. And it the friendly person. neighbor who they thought was a serial killer, but is really a good guy. <laughs> you know? Might still be a serial killer. He could. Might. He wasn't, con- you know, convincingly <laughs> <Just> excluded. <laughs> He just didn't, you know, serial murder them. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Aaron. All right. Well, we already mentioned American Tales, so I'll go with my second version, which was The Brave Little Toaster. Oh, okay. Both of those, like, come on. When you just feel so bad for Fievel, he's, like, all alone. Yeah, I was going to say. Especially when you become a parent, and you, like, you think of a little kid being all alone in a big city, and then... I cry at that one, too. Yeah. Every single time. (laughs) Another lost child, though. You guys have very similar answers. Hmm. You're not going to lose your child just to say, have that heartwarming. I don't, I don't know if my answer would have been the same five years ago. That's an interesting yeah. point. I went with E.T. The whole back of the, half of the movie, everything that they go through and the saying goodbye, but the friendship that they've made and how he kind of becomes a part of the family. Oh, I, really I would like call that, that one heartbreaking that he has yeah, to leave. Yeah, it's heartbreaking, but heartwarming because oh, yeah. he got reunited with his family, which is good. So, All right, number eight. What did you... There's so many in this. What did you find to be the most traumatizing as a kid? Everybody knows what my answer is going to be. Well, go ahead. The damn horse drowning in the (laughs) swamp of sadness. I mean, come on now. I watched that movie nonstop, and I would just be bawling as a kid all the time. Heart attacks. You have to try. I know. I was like, please. The horse gives up. Oh, my God. There's a lot. Horrible. The the sphinxes with the shooty eyes, and there's a lot in that one that's a little intimidating. The, the nothing. I don't know, though. Like, the whole sadness. Yeah. Like, that animal is just gave up, and its soul is gone. It just can't go on. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, it's pretty heavy for us. It right. is. 10-year-old to absorb. Well, what is it? We tried to watch it with Roy. And you're like, ah, like, oh, maybe skip this. Though. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Even, this was like two years ago, and you're like, this is great. This is ready. Okay. It was not two years ago. It was like six months ago. Okay, a year. I'll give you that. You're like, he's ready. I'm like, this horse is about to, you know. It's really true. It's really <laughs> true. It's terrifying. I think I probably still cry now. And yeah. Uh, mine, this is probably one that I don't know that either of you have seen Invaders from Mars. Oh, yes, oh, no, I, have. I have. not The pennies? That. Yeah. Yeah. The fact, so this was my first time seeing, so the lead character is a little kid, so this follows uh-huh. the rules. Uh, adults in his life get taken over by this invading alien race, and he doesn't find out. He can tell if he has, they have like a bandage on the back of their neck, 
And so the thought, at one point he wakes up and his parents have turned. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, when that movie That's came out. scary. Yeah. Nightmares. <laughs> yes. Nightmares. Yeah, I'm okay not seeing that movie. So, well, now you'd laugh at it. But I at almost, the time, yeah. when you're like 10, you're I like, this is horrifying. That. I remember I that. almost went with Gremlins because I was not a fan. They came out and I was really little and they just scared the crap out of me. They are intense little yes. creatures. I went with the secret of Nim. Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. that might come up. Yeah, yes. uh, just a mother who's mourning the loss of her husband. She's got a sick child. Her, Cra- her crazy life bird is friend. going to hell. Yeah, crazy bird friend. Don DeLuise, who's you scary. Know, <laughs> he's in so many. He does so <laughs> many voices. Uh, fun fact: he he's does the in, same voice. Yes, that's lots true. Of times. But he's also in a Dolly Parton movie. Um, Fun fact. Apropos of nothing. I didn't like him in that movie, but he's in a lot of those fun movies. He's also Uh, in the Muppet movie. That is true. Yes, he is. But it was the horrible rats, the scary owl with the glowy eyes. There's yeah, the just animation a lot. Is, is frightening. The yeah. owl is really scary. Really to me. scary. And the, the, again, with the music, they do a good job of setting the mood, and mm-hmm. it's frightening. All right, number nine, best animal or favorite creature. Okay, this might be bending the rules on this. One. Oh, it's okay. I went with Johnny Five. Oh, short circuit. That, that okay. The whole thing is mm-hmm. he's alive, right? Yeah. So, okay. But yeah, I, I that might almost be a quotable movie for me too. But I love that. That was close to that's close to a cringe movie too. Why? Uh, so the actor who plays yeah, I think I know uh, what is I, I don't his remember name, his yeah, name. Yeah, you know, a white actor doing, playing a different ethnicity. Doing brown yeah. face yes. the whole time. I, yeah. And he's come out and regretted that role now. I thought mine was a little, I, you know, I was trying to think of something more creative. I went with Falcor. There was a question that came up actually last night, a random question. Now, is he himself lucky or are you lucky to have met him? What are your thoughts? He is the luck dragon, so. I think he brings the luck. I think he brings the luck too because he doesn't really seem to go through too much. Atreyu's life gets better. Yes. Because Atreyu is like, what? We can't do this. And he's like, no, with luck. (laughs) Like, don't be scared. I don't, yeah. I'm just going to get lucky. He's like, you know, living, breathing Felix, or uh, what's the magic potion? Oh, Felix Felicis or whatever. Felix Felicis, right? That is true. Right? There is an argument to be made that, yeah, Atreyu was really lucky that he was found by Falcor. Otherwise, he'd be right next to Artex in the swamp. But wasn't Falcor sent to find him? No. I don't think so. I don't remember. No. Who would have sent him? No. I don't know. Now we need to rewatch this. No. Mr. Luck. <laughs> Mr. Luck. There's no such thing. <laughs> Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Falcor was Mrs. like, go Shuffer, find get, that. Get out of the house. Go find that Atreyu. Go walk around the block or something. <laughs> um, oh, I went I with a boy in a swamp. Ducky from Land Before Time. He's the one that kicks off the little posse. He He's positive and fun and perky and just a cute little guy. Big mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's cute. I rewatched that today, actually, and all of my nephews are one of the characters. Roy's yeah, a little yeah, yeah. Sarah-ish. He yeah. likes to run into yes. things and destroy. Well, I'm um, very and not so yeah. nice. Cooper is is Ducky because he's like, he is a Muppet, a human Muppet. And then Miles is Spike, who's yeah. just like, dum, 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 <laughs> the big valley, and he's just like, I'm here. Uh, and so. Cooper and Miles just go together. They do. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Miles will be bigger than Cooper. That just is like true, yes. Spike is bigger than Ducky. So, all right, our last Next week one. Number 10. Which 80s kids movie do you still like watching today? 
So I went with the excited to show because okay. we've seen so many of these with Roy, the five-year-old. Um, so I went with E.T. or Gremlins. Okay, I didn't want to watch. He will. He'll like Gremlins. He'll think it's funny. Um, once we get to a point, like we have to be careful though, right? Because they reveal that there's no Santa. I know. Uh, I yeah. saw that too. And I can't. This I don't one, remember my that. wife will probably break that secret before the movie will because that's do what she does. I have a habit of doing that with, with other children, people's kids. So I probably should. Do you think he'd catch it though? Yeah. Probably uh-huh. not. Yeah, I don't know. He might. He's like, well, no, she actually says. That's how I found out there was no Santa. Uh, Yeah, that's exactly what she says. So, uh, it'll be a while before he sees that. But of the ones that he hasn't seen already that we've talked about, I would say E.T. would probably be up there, but Gremlins will be fun. Yeah. Mm. I went with Goonies. Goonies, yep. I mean, come on. It's got pirates. It does. Pirates. got a while. And I know. Well, I know. So, it's excited to show your kid. Like, I'm... He's not there yet. Of course not. But, yeah, I mean, it's a band of... He Mostly did like boys going. I mean, come on. How is he not? He has seen movie? Short Circuit and he liked that. Short Circuit is kind of He doesn't, awesome. you know, he doesn't know anything about modern controversies, but Yeah. He I just used that. a Short Circuit GIF the other day. Input. Input. <laughs> I don't think we've tried to show him. He is he, well, Johnny Five's the the precursor to to Wally, which is so much fun. The the expressive facial mm-hmm. eye things and the the eyebrows, yeah. Love it. I went with um, one I still like watching today, and I like watching all of them because yeah. uh, I do. Let's I watch all of them. What a surprise! Really true. But this one was my movie when I was little. Uh, it was the first stage production I ever was taken to, and it will be in my top ten forever. Yes. What is this? Annie. I know. I, I had loved too. that one. I love all of the songs. Mm-hmm. I love um, Tim Curry as Rooster and. Bernadette Peters and Carol Burnett. Okay, so speaking of Tim Curry, so in my research, The Good Witch, do you know this? No. It was this, it came up in some British people's top 10 80s movies. It's like a made-for-TV movie. Tim Curry is in it. Oh. It's about this girl at a witch school who, I don't know, isn't the model student or something, and Tim Curry is in it. I couldn't immediately find it. It has been on Netflix oh, before. Oh, I'm so going to have to yeah, hunt this the down. The Good Witch. Or no, maybe it's like the Not So Good Witch or something. Okay, but The Worst Witch or something. Witch. Something like that. Tim Curry's in it. Yeah, this is a Tim Curry thing you haven't uh, seen, huh? I have not seen that really one. I will have to look it the up. Worst witch. I almost went with Annie for Best Soundtrack, but I thought picking a musical, well, I guess Footloose kind of counts as a musical. But <sighs> Annie is so good. But it's really true. I, they took me to see it at Clues Hall um, on the Butler campus, and we were as high as you could get. There's like, it's the tallest building that you're watching theater from. And they brought binoculars for me, though, nice. but I did not know how binoculars worked. And so... You did it backwards? No, but I had them... I did not know Look I could them. adjust them, <laughs> so I just had them plastered as hard as I could. Because I couldn't really see it. And I had bruises around my eyes because I pressed so hard against them. Um, I do not, I have not seen the remake. I refuse to to see the remake. And Who's I don't like. Jamie Foxx is Daddy Warbucks. Cameron Diaz is Miss Hannigan. Cavagene. Yeah. She was in another movie and kind of shot to fame. The Beast of the Wild or something like that. Tim Curry. Yeah. Jay Z redid It's a Hard Knock yes. Life. Oh. But it's, it is right. my favorite. Is that what that was? It yeah. was from the remake. Oh, wait, um, this wasn't one of the questions, but what would you consider your favorite 80s movie? 
Clue. Clue. Uh, that is that is a brilliant movie. I mean, if I were going to go quotable, like for me, quotable Ghostbusters, Back to the Future. Back to the Future is Back to my the Future. Favorite. That's actually, you know uh, what? That's a good call. Princess Bride, Back to the Future. It Back is close. Back to the Future is better. Uh, I don't know. Princess Bride is. I mean, they're both quotable. really good. I mean, mm-hmm. mm. I'm just partial to Doc Brown. <laughs> Dogs and cats living That's together. Mass hysteria. Back off, man. I'm a scientist. All right. Well, that is it for our conversation. Thank you so much for listening. Really, it is so appreciated. If you haven't already, I hope you subscribe so we can keep going on this journey together. And if you've got the time, it would be awesome if you could rate and review, but only if it's nice. Thank you, Aaron and Kelly, for participating in this conversation. Um, as always, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at, at GnomeGirlM and on Facebook as A Bit of Fun with Emily. Go have yourself a bit of fun today, and I will see you next time. Thank you.